Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX, place a $1 bet on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's episode 27. I'm throwing you on the spot, but it, <laughs> you can think about that oh, one. Oh, the 27? Yeah. Tepo Numenen. There we Easy. go. Easy. Retired in the ring of honor. Won't be worn again. All right. And Easy. It's, our, uh, it's our second post-game show, and the Coyotes are 0-2, and, and Buffalo is 2-0. and But they did squeak out a point today. They did. They did. Um, in the shootout. They did. So, I mean, immediate takeaways, this game seemed a lot more controlled than the first one. Well, it all came down to, honestly, it's the difference today versus the game in Columbus was goaltending. I mean, I, you can look at going to the shootout and getting the point, but honestly, offensively, the Coyotes were better in Columbus. Yeah. They had better chances. They had better looks at the net. Uh, they had more shots than they did tonight. The difference was Vimelka. Like, he was outstanding today. Yeah, he, he looked amazing. And I even said to you early in the game, you could just tell that the team – was playing differently, kind of having that security of him being in net. Um, there was a lot, a lot of back and forth, a lot of odd man rushes in this game. Um, he saw a lot of breakaways. I mean, he looked phenomenal. Yeah, me. you're talking about some of the defensive zone breakdowns again, and things happen at the blue line. I don't know how many sticks broke today. At least like, three. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that end up, a broken stick ends up in an odd man rush against or, or a scoring chance against, and one of them by... Former Coyote Vinny Henestroza, who showed his speed tonight, but a, a great save on on that breakaway by Vimelka. But yeah, I, I thought system wise and offensively, I thought last game they might even have been better. It's there were some things today though, like we talked about the defensive pairs in the last game, how how Timmons and Chikrin maybe weren't the pair, and they they made some adjustments on the back end. Um, they put Chikrin with Strawman, like we had discussed, and I thought. Chicken became, I know he didn't get on the score sheet, but he was more effective offensively today. He had more attempts at net. I think he ended up with, with seven or eight attempts yeah. at the net. We, uh, no, we noticed him today, noticed whereas him. we didn't on Thursday. Yeah, and, and one of his b- biggest attempts on net, too, a, a snick, stick stamp, snapped in half <laughs> for him at the blue line on a one-timer. So um, I thought he looked better, and, and you thought maybe there was going to be a chance he might actually get on the score sheet. Uh, so, and I think getting Christian Fisher out of the middle yeah. He didn't play in the middle today. He played with Beagle on the bat, uh, on, on a line, and they were, it reflected the, the face-offs. 
I mean, they were much better in the faceoff circle today. We had two guys over 50%. So I, I think that helps your offensive possession time. Um, so that was another move that I thought helped them, getting Christian Fisher out of the middle. Um, so I liked the changes in lines. And the one thing we talked about last show, yesterday, last night, was what are they going to do in net? Yeah. And and now here we are two games in, and do they have a goalie controversy already in Arizona? I know. It, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, based on just the first two games, you have to imagine that Vimelka is going to start Monday's game the home opener against st louis you think but every time we think we yeah. make a guess we were at, sure they were gonna start yeah again we're gonna go back then, with hutton yeah. and buffalo and then the preseason we're gonna go all oh, the last preseason game they have to play hutton because he's got to get ready we yeah. were wrong well <laughs> tendick's gonna play the second game we were wrong <laughs> yeah of the rookie tournament so since the rookie tournament till right now we've literally been wrong every time on predicting goalies uh, it has to be vamelka on monday night doesn't it uh, I would think so, but you never know. Um, there's a comment, if we're going to lose and embrace the tank, this is the type of loss I can accept. Vimelka played green. And I think as a fan, I, we, we struggle with this, and we're going to struggle with it for 82 games. The winning, losing, draft picks, future, rebuild, it's going to be really hard. So you're right. This game was exciting. You've, you've got to stay in it till the very end. There were some positives. It's more yeah. enjoyable to yeah, watch. Yeah, it was fun the, to watch. The, like, at least even the fact that the Coyotes scored the first goal, I even said out loud, like, oh, it's nice to like have the feeling of a lead. Um, hadn't had that yet this season. Just to ha- at least to have some hope, you know, or just make it interesting. It was a close game the whole time. Yeah. Um, like I said, a lot of back and forth chances um, throughout. But I agree that. The, offensively on Thursday, the Coyotes were better. Uh, the third period, they went over six minutes with zero shots on goal, um, which that's just not going to get it done. But um, some great chances in overtime from both. Um, yeah, both it's teams. a back and forth overtime, which is what you want to see three yeah. on three. Yeah. Chance one way is going to create an odd man rush the other way. So that's exciting. He's, offensively, too, there are some things that they tried to adjust to maybe create more offense. And we talked about the, the first game, it was Kraus. Keller with Schmaltz in the middle. Well, they felt Erickson was missing out on the offense. And in preseason, we saw Erickson and Schmaltz together. And they kind of clicked and had some chemistry. So they put them together tonight, which put Boyd in the middle of of Keller and Kraus. And I don't think they had the offensive output that they had against Columbus. I, I noticed Kraus skating today. And Keller had some really good looks, honestly. He had a good look on the power play. Good look in overtime, Good too. look in overtime yeah. where he can beat the goalie clean right at the buzzer. He wins, yeah. gets the drawback, and gets a clean shot there. Uh, again, will they stay with Boyd in the middle of those two? I think it's still going to be a work in progress for, for a few games to try to figure out what works best for these guys and who the chemistry is. Like Roussel being out of the lineup tonight gave Beagle a different dimension. Um, yeah. So I, 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 was, I was surprised to see him taken out of the lineup. Um, Yaskin was out as well. And then Liam O'Brien and Boyd, of course, were in the lineup. So. And we like, we've liked Liam, Liam O'Brien all of preseason and the energy he brings and the physicality he brings. Um, I think if you get them both um, O'Brien and, and um, Roussel in the lineup, I think you're going to see that gritty sandpaper. And again, the Monday night St. Louis Blues. I mean, that's a tough physical team that has team toughness throughout their roster. Wouldn't be surprised if you saw both o- O'Brien and Roussel in the lineup. Um, but but the key is going to be Monday night. And we'll, what are they going to do in that? And I, yeah. if you don't play now, so 
does Hutton sit until next Thursday, next Saturday, or is it going to be some situations you see a goalie play until he loses? So is he just going to be the hot hand? Yeah. And then they'll hand it off to Hutton again when, when Vimelka has a cool game. I don't know. Yeah. That's the one thing that I feel like I'm not good at predicting at all. Um, clearly, like you said, we've not been good at predicting it. So if we say Vimelka is going to start Monday, they're going to start Hutton. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. So stay stay tuned for that one. Um, were you surprised to not see Chikrin on the first power play unit? You know, again, it's... Yeah, I mean, they, they're they mixing lines and groups up a lot. And some has to do with where... You know, I'd have to go back and look at what his ice time was when that power play came up. You know, did he just get off a long shift? And is he tired? Um I haven't seen Chicken be a big part of the power play yet through two games. And that's one of the areas that he needs to be good to put up the numbers that he put up last year. He needs those opportunities from the top of the power play. And he's not getting them. One, because Gostas Bear has been out there to the start of these power plays. And even when he, he, he is out there, he's not getting the looks that he wants to get from that, that spot in the ice. Um, so I, I think for him to get the numbers, he's still going to get need to get clean, open looks. And part of it, too, is he snuck that in last year because people weren't expecting Chikrin to be that yeah. good offensively. And now this year, everyone's and now they are. attention. Yeah. yeah. So, the, you know, they're, they're they're taking a little more time and space away from him. Guys are in shooting lanes more because they know that's where the shot's coming from. Um, that may affect him some, um, and that'll take him some time to get another threat. We always talk about on the power play, you need two threats so that one of the threats can be open, whether it's Kessel or Keller on the flanks, opens up Chikrin up top. Um, but you need to have a threat, a secondary threat. And like Ovechkin, you've got Backstrom and Carlson, and you've got all these other threats, which opens up Ovechkin. Um, same thing holds true here for Chikrin. Yeah, for sure. Um, the power play, of course, today was not successful. Buffalo was successful. Their uh, one goal came on the power play after a Beagle penalty, which, by the way, happy birthday, yeah. Jay Beagle. It's his birthday. But You're on he, top of it. But he had a penalty. He had to sit in the box yeah. on, on his birthday, Feel and it shame. led to a goal. So not, not, not the best birthday present for him. Um, a loss on the day, but... Probably wish he could. Take yeah, and they found the seam on that play. They, they threw the puck up in the middle of the ice. You'd like to see one of your two defensemen covering the middle of the ice. That's their job on the PK is making sure you don't give up the middle. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. Vimelka makes the first save and they tap in the rebound. Timmons is there. If, if he can be stronger on the rebound, that would be great. Uh oh. Smart oh. move playing Phil on a shootout. Like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. <laughs> Like Phil in overtime when there's three on three and that much ice open, either he's going to score or he's going to be in the offensive zone while the puck's in, in the defensive <laughs> zone. Like it's it's a it's a very big risk reward with Phil Kessel three on three. That's a lot of ice for him to cover. Three on three is so cool. I love it. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and I don't know. I'd like to go back and check the the shootouts, and I'm sure our producer Shane's going through all history right now, trying to find out <laughs> how many shootout attempts. Phil Kessel's had because it's it's not many like he doesn't get a lot of shootout attempts and with the lineup they have here last year they would go to Dvorak he was the closer yeah. with him out of that lineup I, I don't know I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing Chikrin on on some of those shootouts too I mean it takes time to find out who's your guy like yeah who, I mean Latang is one of the shooters in Pittsburgh he's a defenseman so. you just don't know yeah. and, and surprisingly like Dvorak's not a big goal scorer and Adrian Acoin back in the day scored five straight you don't know. I mean, they'll they'll practice it at the end of practices to see who the guy is, but I don't think they found their mix on that yet. Yeah. Well, um, we've been talking a lot about Vimelka and how he performed 
in this game, and of course, we chose Vanilka as our DraftKings. The DraftKings king of the game. 32 saves, 0.97 save percentage, just one goal against on 33 shots. And not only his numbers are great, but he looked really good. Yeah. Like he was calm, I, you, steady, square. I would never square. think that this was his first NHL start, his first start with the Coyote. Like he, he just, I just felt calmer watching this game in many, many ways. And you talk about first start in the NHL, which is in and of itself nerve wracking and scary. It's his first start in a competitive game in North America. Yeah. Like I know he played in, in preseason, but first start in North America ever. No American League. He didn't play in junior in North America. He's played all his hockey in the Czech Republic. It's kind of a big deal. And he was just completely calm. You never felt like he was out of position, out of place. He's six foot four, covers a lot of the net, shoulders square. I thought he looked solid. And he, you felt he had a chance to make every save. Even on the breakaways, you go, oh, he's, he's going to get this. So yeah. for Coyote fans, a lot of them today, it's exciting. Like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, our, our, Coworker, I spell coworker. I don't know. That sounds so weird. Like I don't see him as a coworker. Who Espo? Yeah. 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 I mean, you are. Hi, but Espo. he is. I mean, you are. Hi, Espo. Um, he let us know before the game. Vimelka is only the second Coyote ever to wear the number seventy in a game. Kevin Sawyer was the only other one and played in just three games. Three games in ninety nine. Ninety nine. Is it bad that I don't remember that? <laughs> you were there, weren't you? I was. I, <laughs> that's bad. I don't remember. Oh man! Anyway. And I just I read one of the comments. It said if Keller can get the verbata in his shootouts, it'd be drastically improved. One of the things with Keller's shootouts that I've seen is he goes extremely wide and he's going really slow. Like I, I think. You know, Patrick Kane goes really slow on his shootout moves, incredibly painfully slow, um, but it's been successful for him. When you watch the guys here that have had success, it's guys that are moving. Like even Verbata and Dvorak, they're not flying in, but they're moving. You've got to make the goalie react, so you need to have some speed in your game um, to be successful in the shootout, unless you've got an amazing shot that can beat a guy clean. So I'd like to see Keller put yeah. a little more speed in. We even said as he was Go, like even as he was just halfway down we're like oh he's not gonna score like we just knew um we all said that um of course we mentioned our king of the game our producer shane was uh live betting this game in the middle of the game he bet the under and a hit um and that just goes to show how easy it is to use the DraftKings sportsbook app and right now if you bet if you sign up using the promo code PHNX and bet just $1 on any NFL game, you'll win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, you can uh, win more by parlaying your bets. You can get crazy. How many? How I have many? a five-game college parlay today. Thank goodness I'm here, so I'm not sitting on the edge of my couch freaking <laughs> yeah, out. you called your wife earlier to ask about a bet, though. So. I know. <laughs> I know. I one know. Of, one of PD's. 800 phone calls of the day i know but <laughs> the parlays are what get you into trouble because you start getting once they start it's hard to get them to stop and who <laughs> derek did a 13 game parlay today yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to make these bets sometimes they just run away from me yeah well you can then use your free bets that you get by using that promo code phnx and betting a dollar on and any NFL game and either team scores a point, which would happen for sure. Um, super easy to use, safe, secure, and reliable. 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And right now, also speaking of, you know, promos and good deals, 
If you sign up for an annual membership at gophnx.com right now and use the code COYOTES2021, you will get a $60 gift card to the PHNX Locker. And the Coyotes shirts were just restocked yesterday. So And I got mine. I or I literally Did you? Yeah. Me, me I ordered it. It's on the way. I I was doing something else. I saw the that they were restocked. I literally ran to my computer and ordered it right away because I was not gonna miss out on it. Um so if you get if you sign up using that code Coyotes2021 when you sign up for an annual membership, um, you will get a $60 gift card to the locker, the PHNX locker, which you can use to buy any of our shirts, including the Coyotes ones, but there's awesome other ones on there as well. We both ordered. Yeah, we both PD ordered a bunch. And I've got mine on. Yeah. It's first of, yeah. Yeah, it looks, so it looks good. Join so. the PHNX merch yep. crowd. And of course, um, becoming a member will get you access to all of Craig's stories as well. Um, he's on the road in Columbus. He'll be joining us um, as soon as availability ends. So we'll keep an eye out for him to call. But don't don't miss out on that promo right now. All right, let's read some of these comments. I feel like I see a lot of them. Curious to hear Corey Schwab's thoughts and analysis. Yeah, and this goes to our previous point that we made about the decisions of who's playing goal and when and how. Like, Was there a point they should have pulled Hutton in game one or should he have played game two or should Vimalka play game three? All of these things run through Corey Schwab. So I'd really like to see what's going on in his head. His head. But th there are other things that we don't know about. You know, we talk about Hutton maybe should have played or or he should have got pulled. We don't know what injury situations are like. We don't know. There's a lot going on in the room that we just can't speculate on. So, it, you know, they know they have a feel for what's going on in the room at that time. So I can't imagine Vimelka is not playing. But I, I, I think before we have Monday's show, maybe we should reach out to Corey and see if we can get a couple of comments on how what he thought of his game. So we'll, we'll try to do that before Monday. For sure. Alex said, time for a new shirt that says, it's okay, it's a rebuild. Shane, will you put up the rebuild reminder graphic is somewhere in there? There it is. There the, we just got to remember. Yep, just remember. <laughs> I, I know. So we, we did this road trip with one point. We did talk at one point that we might be 2-0 and oh after these games. That we are not. <laughs> Two and all that, that preseason got our hopes yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> one and one, and Buffalo right now is sitting with four points after two games. So if they're looking at Buffalo being one of the other cellar dwellers, we've got a three-point lead on the Buffalo Sabers right now <laughs> for the chase to right. So when you flip the standings upside down, we're not in a bad spot right now. We're <laughs> but you know who's ahead of us? Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to be in the. You running. don't think they're going to be there? No. No. <laughs> I don't. No. We. Oh, <laughs> I was kidding. I didn't really mean for you to go do that. <laughs> They're redacted. <laughs> the stats are redacted. Soder, did you see CFAS? Yeah, can we Talk read this Soderstrom looks five times better in the top four than Timmins. They cannot hide him enough. I'd like to see Provolnev in and Timmins out on Monday. What are your thoughts? You know, it's it's we talked about Timmins a lot in preseason. We talked about him in the first game. Great player. Great offensively. He's still going to take some time to to reach the level of play that they expect him to reach. He's going to be fine. Today you saw him in a third pair versus the first pair. Yeah, there'll be games he's going to sit out. There's no question about it. Even Victor Soderstrom, who I thought looked really good offensively, moved the puck extremely well. I thought there were battles along the wall and those 50-50 puck battles along the boards that he looked like he was out-muscled. And again, he's still a kid. So those things, I still think there's a chance for Victor Soderstrom to play some games down in Tucson that might benefit him, where the game's just a little bit slower. 
and, and gives him a better opportunity to be the guy. Um, and, and I think that may happen throughout the season. You got Kyle Capabianco still injured um, and not available. So I think you're going to see a lot of guys in and out of the lineup. And with Provolenev, again, we talked about St. Louis coming in on Monday, physical, strong, heavy, big team. Wouldn't surprise me if you see a change at the back end there, too. Yeah. Speaking of Tucson, we should mention they won their season opener yesterday, one nothing against Stockton. Yeah, Kochenyuk. Yeah. Vlad Kochenyuk with the, with the Russians came through, got the overtime winner, and Prozvatov gets the win. Look at that. Great, well, great start. We got one winning team in the me, me. organization. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> At least one, you know. We and they're playing look. again tonight. I don't know. Last night's game was on AHL TV. I don't know if tonight's is, but um, I'm sure Craig, well, he might not be tweeting it out. Yeah, well, know. somebody will. I'll, yeah. I'll try to. <laughs> well, stay tuned. I'll try to. Um, what we haven't talked about yet is the fact that the Coyotes goal came from Andrew Ladd. Yeah. And it was his 250th career goal as well. First as a Coyote. 250th in the NHL. So, and I've been hard on him. him. I was hard on him through the preseason, talking about his speed and his inability to keep up with the play. Um, I'm wrong. I, I was wrong. Like he he um he's been competing every time he's on the ice. He's wearing an A for a reason. He's a leader. Um, he really cares, and you can see it in his play. Great play today. It was a th- everybody got in on on that line. Dzingel makes a great pass out front. Lad camps himself out in front of the net. It was like, it's a good goal. I mean, it's a goal score goal to be at the top of the crease, ready and awaiting for that pass. So, you know, credit to Zingo for getting it to him. But um, I, maybe there's there's great things to come for Andrew Ladd. And, and, and just getting in the lineup and playing in NHL games for Andrew Ladd is a win. Getting his 250 goal, 50th goal in the NHL is outstanding. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, especially given what he's been through. I think um, Craig had said the last game he played was March 2020 like it was literally just before right before the pandemic. COVID yeah right before the pandemic yes. hit so great to see him on the score sheet I mean that's the kind of case where we where you want to say I'm wrong you know you want to see a guy like that sure. succeed um someone commented lad still has the hands he might not be as fast but he was there when we needed him to be yeah and and the last comment on that was good guy yeah you know, good guy. he's a good guy and i we've, we've said that's what bill armstrong built with these good character veteran players that are all good in the room and they're playing for each other they're rooting for each other and it makes it easier as a fan to go i'm rooting for that guy like you want andrew land to succeed you want him to play well you want to have a good year and you know we've had christian fisher that we had on our show is another guy you're rooting for it just seems to be the trend with this team there's guys you can get behind. Yeah. And and so even though they leave the road with just one point before they come home on Monday night, I, I think there were some positives that they can come away with. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have a question here. Any thoughts on Ghost? I think he's a viable option against top players, but can be difficult when playing. I'm not sure what that's supposed to say. Um, yeah. Thoughts on Ghost? Everybody there? missed the StarCraft II reference. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, way, I'm, I'm way over my head. I don't know what StarCraft 1, StarCraft I, I don't know. Sorry. But Gosses Bear, I think he's been steady offensively or steady defensively, good on the offensive side of the puck. Power plays walked the line well. He's distributed the puck well. All around, I, I'd have to say, I think he's been the Coyotes' best defenseman through two games. Uh, what you'd expect from a guy that was drafted as high as he was with expe- expectations as high as they were in Philadelphia, but he just didn't live up to that in the last few years. 
and I think they're really disappointed in his play. This has been a fresh start for him. I, I think he's looked great. Like, uh, honestly, he's he's impressed me. Um, I was worried that he was going to come here and be, I don't know, sulky or unhappy or just wouldn't fit in, and and he didn't. He shook all that off, and he's, he's had two pretty solid hockey games. Definitely. Um, like you said, you know, this this isn't going to be an easy year. It's not going to be <laughs> – yeah, pain for Shane. It's not going to be an easy year for Coyotes fans, but that is a great point. There's so many individual storylines here on this team that makes it interesting to watch and makes you have rooting interest, even if they come away from games like today where, yeah, maybe they didn't get the, the two points, but there's still things to look for either for on an individual level or just, you know, hope for the future. This is all that this season is about. Hope for the future. It's a rebuild, but it's, you know, there's a lot of players who are here to try and have like a, a second wind is the word I can think of, um, like a restart in their sure. career. And that's it's a long that list of it, those guys. Yeah. A very long list. And that makes it, and I, that makes it, um, fun to watch. And even guys that have been here for a long time, like Keller and, and Krause and see where their careers are going. Keller's a guy, highest paid guy on the team waiting and waiting for that offensive season to break out. Maybe this is the year. I think he's skating well. He's being more physical than he's been in the past. And together with Kraus on the other wing, they've looked really dangerous on the ice at times. Um, so I think that's exciting. Those two together, even though they've been here for a while, that's a great story. Chikrin, you know, I, were the expectations too high on Jacob Chikrin? Look who's here. Oh, well, so much. <laughs> Thanks and good night, everybody. Here he is. We're joined nah, by nah, Craig nah, Morgan nah, nah. live from right, Buffalo. Just for the end of it, huh? Live from KeyBank in <laughs> Buffalo, New York. What's up, guys? How you doing, Craig? Look at you. No trash can this time. And much quieter in the bowl today. <laughs> uh, we got the uh, Zambonis on the ice right now, but I think they're almost finished. So Yeah, and we can't no, be good. No, beer, no beer league games today? Nope, no beer league game either. So Well, to uh, catch you up, Craig. Minutes, yeah. Catch you up. We've talked about Vimelka a lot. He was our DraftKings King of the Week or King, King of the of Game. game. Um, he was outstanding tonight. We talked a little bit about Andrew Ladd and his 250th, and we talked just briefly about Kraus and Keller. Um, what are your major takeaways from today? Wow, you sounded like you hit on all my major takeaways. Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> See you <Yeah>. on Monday. <laughs> Karel Vimelka turned into a heck of a performance in his first NHL start tonight. To do this on the road uh, – that, that that was uh, that was an impressive performance. Look, the shootout is, as we both know, PD, it's a crab shoot. Anything can happen there. So I don't really put much stock into that. But he played really well, and he earned him a point tonight in his first NHL start. It's a great story, too. I mean, this is a guy that largely they found through video scouting because you just couldn't see players play live very much, especially over in Europe. But they took a chance on him, brought him over, just like they did with the uh, – the uh, Anson Thornton, the uh, junior goalie who they just signed, um, gave these guys a chance in the uh, preseason. They like what they saw. A lot of people in this organization thought he was going to start the season in Tucson, but he just outplayed Yosef Koronash and, 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 and here he is now uh, as a uh, starting goalie in game two of the NHL season. Were you surprised that Hutton didn't get the start? A little bit. Um, you know, Andre told us before the game that this was the plan. All along, they wanted to give him this game, uh, and I, it's it's hard to it's hard to put any sort of normalcy on this season when it comes to the Coyotes. It, you'd like to throw Carter Hutton back in in most situations. You want to get your starter back out there 
after a bad outing to help him build some confidence. But with all that's happening around this team, I, I don't think there's a script anymore. So we're just going to roll with whatever happens. And, and clearly it was the right decision because he gave him a really strong performance, even a big save right before that Andrew Ladd goal, you know, to, to help set that up. So yeah. quite a performance there. Yeah. Do, now, Craig, two games in, is there a goalie controversy in Arizona <laughs> and who boy. plays Monday? Oh boy. Uh, let's let's cross that bridge when we come to it, PD. I, I don't know if there's a uh, a controversy. I don't think there's going to be a controversy in goal all season. Um, we we know what this season is about, so let's let's not get crazy. But I don't I don't know how you don't put him back in goal on Monday after he had this kind of performance. And, and we've we, we, we said, said the same thing. So right? we're going to be wrong. We said the same thing, <laughs> Craig. But if you go through this show's history of picking goalies from rookie camp until now we have not done a very good job we started with tendix yeah. got to play game two of the rookie camp well he didn't we well for sure hutton's got to play the last game of preseason well he doesn't so wait and see but yeah i think you have to go with vamilka on monday i think the team would go look at look at the coach going what like, what are you doing if, if it's not vamilka and, and not only did he get the not the win but he got the point out of here it takes the game to a shootout he looked calm. He looked steady. He looked square. He looked really solid for his first North American game. I thought he looked great. Yeah, even uh, I know the the uh, Sabres missed on a couple of breakaway chances, including Vinny Hinestrosa, who just basically lost the puck. But Vemelka was moving with those guys the entire time, so he forced them into probably a d little different shot than, than they were looking to make. So I thought he looked composed as well. I thought he was moving really well in goal tonight. Nice to see from him. Also, how about Andrew Ladd, by the way? Uh, first goal since March 10th of 2020, I think, is what I tweeted earlier. What a story for him having to battle back. It's just been a crazy road for him, not knowing if he's ever going to get into an NHL game again, and here he is scoring a goal in game two. Yeah, we were just talking about, um, you know, there's so many individual storylines on this team to root for. You know, they might not always be winning every night, but there's a lot of good, good things to look for. And Craig, we, we watched the game on TV, and clearly you were there. Um, it's Saturday afternoon in Buffalo. There didn't seem like there were a lot of people inside the bowl today. Is it college football day? Is it too cold and rainy? Like, What was the atmosphere inside the Key Bank Arena like? I think the – I don't know what the exact attendance was, but it was somewhere in the 7,000 range. I have wow. been to this arena a lot, and I have never seen a crowd that small here. I, I don't know. I, I would – I would guess that unhappiness with the organization may be part of it, that they're just not, you know, they're not going to show up until the Sabres put something worth watching on the ice. It's been a long time. This team has the longest playoff drought in, in the NHL right now. You've got the Jack Eichel situation still sitting out there. You've got a team that's expected to be near the bottom of the standings again. So, I mean, after a while, I don't blame fans. You know, you if you want to spend your money on something, you probably actually want to be entertained and come away feeling good about the situation <laughs> rather than what you feel when you come into this arena. They don't want to watch their 2-0 Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> yeah, <two and> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They are 2-0. But we have seen fast starts from the Sabres before, and then the wheels come off. That's so true. I, that I, happened I'm, very I'm not believing recently. it. Yep. Yeah, and we'll see what that team looks like in a few weeks. See what happens with Jack Eichel trade. Does it bring in new talent? Does I, who knows? Like, the, the, Who knows what this team will look like by, by the end of the month? For sure. So it's they've got a long way to go. Story. Craig, anything interesting from the availability? Um, well, no, I mean, clearly Andre was happy that they made some adjustments and, and he said they progressed 
from game one to game two. And I think that's fair to say they did make some adjustments. They played a lot better. They got better goaltending, obviously. That's one of the biggest keys. But there were still some breakdowns. You saw, you know, a few breakaways like we just talked about where where the defensemen just seem to be napping and let guys get behind them. So they've got to clean that up. Um, but but there were a lot better. There was a lot better play, I thought, overall from them tonight. And then, you know, we just had Vemelka and Ladd in the uh, post game as well. And Andrew Ladd, if we get a chance to uh, listen to that video a little later, um, he uh, he talked a lot about how tough this road has been. And there were clearly dark moments where you wonder if you're ever going to get back to the NHL. He said it, you know, it wore on him and it, it probably affected his family as well on some days. So really nice story for him. Uh, he's a guy that look, everybody knows, so I guess I can say it, that I grew up a Blackhawk fan, and Andrew Ladd was a part of that team that broke the really long Stanley Cup drought in 2010, and then, of course, they lost him uh, in the <laughs> in the botched qualification of RFAs that also cost them Dustin Bufflin and Chris Versteeg. That was a tough moment to see him go away. I, I, I've uh, followed his career for a long time, so it's nice to see Andrew Ladd, you know, sort of back on top. Definitely. Craig, we saw a couple of lineup changes. You know, you, you had O'Brien and Boyd coming into the lineup, mm. Roussel coming out, Jaskin coming out. Is that what you think we're going to see most of the season? Guys in and out, guys getting breaks, That everybody kind of fighting for those spots? I do think that we're going to see a lot of rotation in the lineup this year, probably even more so than normal. Um, you know, they're going to they're gonna give a lot of guys a look, certainly early. But I also think, particularly with Dimitri Yashkin, that, this was a little bit of a message probably to him in game two to be out of the lineup already. They spent some good money on him to bring him over from the KHL where he led the league in scoring. And quite frankly, Petey, in the preseason and in the first game of the, the regular season, he's basically been invisible. I haven't noticed him impacting the game in any way. So I have to wonder if this is a bit of a message that he needs to step up his game a bit. Yeah, and, and I I point to him specifically because he's a guy that needs to be offensive. He needs to be a playmaker. He needs to score goals. That's why you signed him to the contract you signed him for. And you're right. I, I don't think he's played poorly. I don't think he's been bad. He just hasn't been noticed. Like I, I, I saw him play a complete game and didn't know he was in the lineup. And that's not good for an offensive player that, that should be driving this offense. So hopefully the message is received um, and it doesn't take him the other way and he starts to, to pout. Um, I don't know him personally. I don't know what his buttons are to get him to play and get him to move. Hopefully this jump starts him. Because we saw in the game in Columbus, the Coyotes had some offense. I thought their offensive chances were really lacking tonight. There were a few moments, and there were some good yeah, looks. But overall, it wasn't the offensive output that we saw in Columbus where you go, Good, goodness, they, they have a chance to score here. Um, that didn't happen much today. No, they really didn't produce a lot of offense. And I think that's an important point to make. You know, it's a 2-1 it's a loss, but it's probably a 2-1 loss because of your goaltender tonight because they just didn't generate much at the offensive end. And against a team like Buffalo, again, it's one game. You don't want to take too much away from it, but you wonder, okay, is you know if they can't generate against this team, how are they going to fare against some of the better teams, especially you know the Central Division when they get into division play? It's a good question. Yeah, and I thought one of the other things that, that the lineup change allowed for by bringing another center in allowed Fisher to move to the wing and mm – -hmm. I know Fish will do absolutely anything he has asked to do, but their face-off percentage was much better having a centerman in that spot yeah, than he's not a Christian Fisher. Yeah. So uh, what happened in the uh, studio tonight, Pete? Did you bring the uh, beer? Did you bring the pizza? I saw the pizza, well, actually. this is so, really hard. When you start at 10 in the morning, like, yeah. believe me. I, I brought Petey coffee, so he bought pizza. It was so the coffee. Okay, so no day drinking. 
Well, I thought about it. <laughs> if they get the win in the shootout, I was going to go back. I left my Coyote throwback beer in the fridge here. At least I think it's still here. <laughs> we better go look. Yeah. With this crew, you never know. <laughs> um, but but I decided having starting the show with coffee and ending with a beer, <laughs> maybe not today. But the pizza was outstanding. The pizza was fantastic. The Extra sauce. No, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Hearing him on the phone is like, extra sauce, square cut. Yeah, thin cut <laughs> thin cut pepperoni, extra, extra sauce, square cut. Well, what's wrong Where'd you that? get this? Where'd you get this pizza? I got I got the pizza at Barrow's today. Okay. okay. It's just down the street, Craig. You got to go at Delivers downtown on a Saturday. I don't feel that badly then about missing out on Barrow's pizza, Petey. You got to go with what you got, Craig. It was outstanding That's, at the it's, time. It's true. It's, it's pretty true. quiet. Craig, I, I will say this. First time that I've been working for PHNX that it's been quiet in the studio. Like, this is it. Like, there's nothing else going on here. There's no other shows. Right. Nobody right. else so is waiting not to leaning through the crack and shouting things at you while you're on the no, show. No, I know. No one's on the no phone behind in, the no pillar. No in the wall yelling at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still got to work on that. Get some insulation there. Speaking of food, trouble. by the way, I'm in Buffalo, and I didn't even get to Ted's this, this trip. It's You didn't it's get the wings? Having said that... During the show, and I, I wish we could show that. I don't want to get him in trouble. Just got a a, a text from uh, staff members, and they are uh, inside the locker room with their wings right now. David Look Griffith, at that, insider. David Griffith just sent me a picture of the travel guy with the wings inside <laughs> the locker room in Craig, Buffalo. Maybe you can go down there and ask. No, them. they're they're not not offering me any. I'm gonna get some garbage. No, and, and, and to tell you what. <laughs> We'll, need to start a fund to get Craig a beer for post. Need to feed Craig while he travels, please. Yeah. Hey, Craig, you do. You're Coyotes, staying overnight. Coyotes fans, if you are in an arena that that on the road and Craig is there, send him a beer for yeah. post game. Yeah. You can bring a little brown bag of food too. You can do whatever you want. Actually, I, I will. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm shameless. I'll take anything. When's your fly? When's your flight? What did, what did Shane just say behind the camera? <laughs> what did Shane just say? <laughs> I didn't hear him. It's fine. <laughs> what what time's your flight tomorrow, Craig? Uh, it's at six a.m. Six a.m. So you're at the airport four thirty. How far is the airport? Oh, you stayed out by the airport. I bring him yeah, an I IPA. Stayed right out by the airport this time. So. Bring him an IPA. Nice. Do you want a good cold oh, IPA right now, Craig? An IPA is, and a packet of ketchup. Uh, an IPA oh, 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 and a ketchup. Yeah. Did you have a Thanks hot dog a at there? No, a lot of sympathy here. So what no. now? So now it's four o'clock in the afternoon in Buffalo. What's your plan? Do you got to write a story? Yeah, I got to go back to the hotel and write a story, Petey. Oh, so. we're done after this. I'm always working. Yeah, I figured you were. We're gonna go watch. Yeah. We're gonna go watch college football after this on the couch. I tried to call it like I see That's it. Great. Right? I think I'm gonna text you guys constantly. To yeah, you're in your Buffalo game. writing. We'll be watching football. Yeah, that sounds. That That's sorry, missing right. out and all the fun. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> oh well. Well, Craig, thank you for joining us. Go write your story. We'll talk yeah, soon, and looking really forward long. to having you back in yeah. town. He doesn't get to yeah. hear the read. Oh, do you want to? Well, he can stream it on his phone and watch it. Well, what about Monday, though, guys? Uh, I, I think we're uh, I think we're going to be doing the show live from Gila River. Arena. Have you been uh, working on that? Because I've I have been working on that, and, and sources tell me that's happening. So. I've oh. talked to someone else today too that made some suggestions. So hopefully that you've heard other suggestions because I didn't like the suggestion I got. I have it. Well, I heard it from uh, a guy who will make it happen for us. Yeah, so. you've right. heard from a guy higher than the guy I talked yeah. to. I talked to Rich Nair, and I, yeah. I could just say it. Yeah, Rich is going to make it happen for us. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I think we're going to be doing the show live, so that'll be cool to yeah, do it so, from the so arena. That'll be our next post game. Looking forward to that Monday one. Monday night, Craig. Safe travels. Go get some wings. Thanks, guys. See you later, Craig. Thanks for the report. Bye, Craig. Yep. Look at All that. Right. Look at that. That's yeah. amazing, though. Right? He didn't even have to. He didn't even have to use a trash can this time. He's making moves. It's amazing.
So, Petey, I'm going to hand over the the steering wheel to you for a minute. And this is it? This, I think it's time. It's time? And this is how we pay the bills. And as Craig's just taking his headset off. <laughs> Support for the Phoenix PHNX Coyotes postgame show is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX. Now, I don't know if you knew this. Um, but my wife is from Iowa. Uh, did you know that? I did not. Did not know that. Do you know what time of year it is in Iowa right now? And don't say fall or football I was season. Say fall. It's harvest season. Oh. It's a time of year that you mow down your crops and prep your field for growing season. Whether it's been a while and you need to gas up the combine for a heavy duty job. Or you give your corn cob a lot of attention and you just need a little light weeding. <laughs> Manscaped has the perfect tool for your personal hygiene routine. Search the barn at manscaped.com for the tools you need to chop down your crops and maintain your field. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. <laughs> Keep your field trim, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Be just like Kevin Costner. Clear out your crops and create your own field of dreams with Manscaped.com. You'll have your partner asking, is this heaven? No, it's Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Wow. Oh That's the field God. of dreams read, by I the way. I think that is the part of your job you take the most seriously. <laughs> and now, since... Since we're in Iowa, we're going to stay in the Midwest, in Iowa, at Ames, an agricultural school, for this week's DraftKings Pick of the Week. Okay. We're going to stay in Iowa, Ames, and we're going to take the Iowa State Cyclones in a Big 12 matchup today with Kansas State, and we're going to take Iowa State minus seven with quarterback Brock Purdy from... Gilbert, Arizona, and Perry High School right here in Arizona. So we're going to take Iowa State minus seven against Kansas State for your DraftKings pick of the week. Look at that. Look at all the comments. Petey is a legend. Someone put the corn emoji. I know. (laughs) 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 Got to pay the bills. That was that was iconic. So we got a couple hours before that game, and I hope to get home for the Iowa State game, by the way. So I know everybody's at home thinking the exact same thing. Get well, home for the Cyclones. <laughs> well, if you want to jump on PD's pick of the week, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Be sure to use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet a dollar on any NFL game. And if either team scores a point, you'll get $100 in free bets. Um, great offer. So, Yeah, and it's easy. Super easy. PD can do it. If I, <laughs> the tech, tech savvy he's still, um He's still trying to figure out the whole Twitter yeah, thing. Yeah, the Twitter thing still. I still struggle. <laughs> I'm getting there. Now. I had two followers a month ago. Yeah. We're getting there. No, you're doing really Baby great. steps. You're doing great. Well, as we wrap up here, the Coyotes have played two games so far, op- pretty much opposite games in, se- in the sense of one was 
more offensive, one was more defense and goaltending. What do we expect to see from the Coyotes Monday in the home opener? You know, I think what happens at the home opener, you play with a lot more excitement. There's there's usually a good home crowd. You've got all the bells and whistles pregame where they're introducing the whole team. You know, you've got fireworks and it's exciting and everybody's pretty fired up playing in front of their family and their friends. Um, so you expect them to have a good outing. It's going to be interesting to see what St. Louis brings. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of a season the St. Louis Blues are going to have. I think they can be a deep, heavy team. But it's a team that that the Arizona Coyotes have played really well against over the last three seasons. That so one I ex- stretch last year, they played them yeah. seven times in a row. When St. Louis when St. Louis was near the top of the league, Coyotes at the bottom of the league, the Coyotes were consistently beating the Blues. It's a team they match up well against. I hope for a competitive game again, and if we see Vimelka in the net, I think at least he'll hold us in there. Um, you just hope we get a little bit of an out- offensive outburst at home. I just hope we have an exciting game to talk about after the game on Monday night. Yeah, definitely. And if you're going to be at that game, let us know. Tweet at us at PHNX underscore Coyotes at Leah Merrill at S. Peters Hockey. Please follow him. He needs. I'm getting there. He's getting there. What did you hit the other day? You hit 600. A I hit 600. Yeah. I know. I got 600. <laughs> He's going to pass Shane. Wear your PHNX shirt if you got him. Oh, yeah. And um, wear them if, if you got them. If you have it. Uh, oh, yeah. Wear them to the game for sure. Um, that would be great. And. Tweet, tweet us a photo. We'd love to see it. We love seeing everyone rocking their gear. I cannot wait to see I can't. Shirt. I hope we see one. I haven't seen one in person yet. Someone else I saw on Twitter saw one somewhere. Oh, really? My friend has seen them. I haven't seen one yet in person, so I'm excited. Yeah. So wear them if you've got them to the game on Monday. For and we'll sure. track you down. And on the subject of Twitter, be sure to follow us, like I said, at PageNX underscore Coyotes. We're still looking to hit that goal so we can get that Espo slap shot. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, we're, we're slowly making our way and, um, check out all of the teams, um, PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, be sure to subscribe. If you missed our, we had an audio only podcast yesterday where we gave our NHL predictions and just like we've been doing predicting the Coyotes goaltending situation, we will probably be very wrong in all of our picks. So if you want to keep a record of yesterday's podcast and for May, um, we can see how we did, and I predict not well. Um, yeah. I would love to see the uh, <laughs> the odds on that one. Um, but yeah, any closing? Any closing? You know, I, I think it's this was a good indication of what we're going to see out of this team. They're going to work hard. Hopefully, they're in a lot of games. When their goaltending is good, they'll be good. Um, it was fun today. So hopefully, yeah. we have a similar similar competitive game on Monday night. Yep, and. In the words of Espo, remember, it's going to be all right. Oh, right with a W. See you Monday.